Hi, I'm Raylene Taskowski, and I've talked to over 10,000 women about sex over the past decade. Welcome to Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed. It's where you can get questions answered like... How long does it take the average man to orgasm? And... How long does it take the average woman to orgasm? And also... Why is it so hot in here? Audiences agree. It's brilliantly funny. Raylene makes sex ed fun. This show is entertaining, factual, and relatable. There's nothing worse than being halfway done with sex and feeling your vagina shut down on you. <laughs> You've got to see stand-up comedy sex ed. I am ready to go do that comedy show. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Stand-Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast hosted by Raylene Taskowski and some other guy, girl, guest, or guru. And today's some other girl slash guest is my new friend, Tamami. Tell me a little bit about you. I am from Japan. I have been in the United States since 2003. So I have so much culture shock that I experienced here. And now when I go home, I feel... I get the culture shock in Japan now because I'm used to being in the United States. And I am a author. I have a book called Me and Japanese Beauty Standards. And I talk about body image, self-confidence, self-acceptance, and how important it is to have as a, a woman and a girl. And I am a personal trainer. And I am a corrective exercise specialist. A what exercise specialist? Corrective exercise specialist. Ah, okay, corrective. It's, and what does that yes. mean? So it means that we find the people's muscle imbalances and I would correct it. And then so stretch it and then strengthen it, make people feel better. Ah, all right. I could probably use a ton of that. <laughs> oh, I wish we lived closer. <laughs> I am uh, crooked. My spine is crooked. Uh, oh. You can see it in some of my videos. If you know what you're looking for. Um, did you see the video where I talked about Spanx? No, I haven't seen that one. Okay. So on my channel, there's one where I talk about wearing Spanx. And when I, I turn around, because I'm talking about, like, I got into the bathroom uh, this tiny little stall. And when I turned around, there's no hook on the back of the door. But uh -huh. when I turn around, it's super obvious that I am crooked. Oh. But it may only look obvious to me because I, I know I am. But I think right. other people might look at it and, you know, like for half a second think she's standing weird. But that's, that's just how I stand. Oh, I didn't notice it when I watched the YouTube video. That's because I didn't turn around in that one. But even oh. in, in my headshot, if you look at my headshot and you draw a line across from one shoulder to the other, you can see one of them is significantly lower than the other one. I'm just twisted. I'm like a spiral staircase. Oh, I have to check the picture because I, I was paying attention. Your haircut is so cool. Oh, on thank the, you. Yeah. I was like, man, she's rocking a short hair. Well, it was cool. Let's see. The last time I got a haircut was three days uh, before that photo was taken. And then right after that, everything got shut down. <laughs> so uh, for, I usually get my haircut every three weeks. And right now it's, it's, I mean, I'm joking that it's long enough to braid, but it feels like, I feel like a really fat, faded dandelion right now. <laughs> no, it looks good. 
<laughs> Thank you. But it's really, really long. I just get out of the shower and for the first time in a long time, my hair was dripping down my back. And I'm like, Ugh. Ew, yeah. <laughs> so yesterday I had posted on uh, our speakers uh, Facebook that we both belong to. And I had asked for some conversations about uh about sex who has conversations about sex and i loved one thing that you said well i loved a couple things you said which is why i have you on the show um but you said i love to talk about sex it's like pooping it's great for the <laughs> mind and the body <laughs> it's true right <laughs> so it's like a, i love to talk about how was your poo poo like i like to ask my client client question i was check my dog's poo-poo. My, I ask my partner, how is his dog, how is his poo-poo today? I ask my partner too. And I explain how was my poo-poo today to my partner too. Sometimes he's like, um, I'm eating. Like I didn't but, ask. <laughs> but I'm like, I think it's so important to know how our stool is every day because if we're not doing it every day, it's unhealthy to our body because it's toxic is building up and i think it caused the um brain fade yeah <laughs> uh what is it called the lots of breakout on the on the face oh, yep acne. yeah and then brain is acne brain is not working and i think people get cranky a little bit irritated easily and then when we're not having orgasm, I think women and men are the same way too. Hell yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't, it just reminds me of the joke you just told me. Tell, me, tell, tell the joke that you just told me. <laughs> so I go to this Toastmasters every Wednesday. And I have a favorite people in there because some people have a really funny sense of humor. And this guy said... That he was a joke master and he said have you ever heard of the movie constipated constipated <laughs> and everybody had a face like huh and he said it hasn't come out yet <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was the best joke ever so i had to come up to him after the meeting hey can i write it down and then some people was like that was a little too much i think <laughs> And I was like, why not? It's poopy, it's healthy. Exactly. And <laughs> sex is healthy. And it's, Yes. I mean, I don't know that I would want to talk about poop at the dinner table. I get that. But <laughs> the thing is, it is natural. And you can find out a lot about your body, you know, mm -hmm. by your movements. Very true. Um, but yeah, you're right. You can, I know it's, it's kind of rude to say, but every now and then somebody's just really bitchy and you just think, you said, God, you just need an orgasm. Right? <laughs> Very true. Why are you so mean? Like, did I do something? Or yeah. maybe you need to get some, you know? Get some. Just get, some. <laughs> just yeah. right get it. Right. Uh, and uh, so, so you had said in our conversations that you grew up in japan and conversations about sex were non-existent i don't remember i had a conversation with my mom and dad as as much as like you talk to your kids only thing i remember was that my mom always said 
like I, when I was a teenager, always remember to use protection because you get the STD. And also, if you get pregnant, pregnant, women have to sacrifice more than men. It will change your life completely. And guys doesn't have to be part of it. So you have to protect yourself. That's the stuff that I remember. But I was so naive when I came to the United States. I was married to an American guy. I met him in Japan at my hometown. And that's why I came to the United States. But I was very naive. Even I was doing the sex and, you know, the marriage life stuff. But mm-hmm. I was so innocent to sex. And and I so when I go back to Japan and when I visit Tokyo or Osaka, like a bigger city, it's more exposed to sex. Mm-hmm. So I think the and then now I think it's a little bit different. But my hometown is a little bit smaller, so I was not exposed to sex as much as other friends. Like my friend from Tokyo is more like, what's that word? And they're like, oh, that's, you guys, you don't call it a sex friend? I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why you don't call it a sex friend? And, then, and so sometimes I have still a moment because I didn't know anything about it, but Well, I like that at least your mom talked to you about protection because a lot of people, they just flat out don't want to talk about sex at all. Right. That's true. And so, so you think it was just because you were a small town, you don't think it's the culture of Japan? Our culture is like, uh, being unique is no, no. Right. Kind of like if you're different, no, no, you should be fit in this culture kind of way. So that's why the beauty standards is really strict over there. And the Japan is actually the lowest country. The girl can say, I'm confident in my body. Like it's really? only 7%. Dav did a study in 14 countries and Japan was the lowest. Wow. 7%. Only 7% said I'm confident. That's very low. So I, and like we have, all of the country has adult videos and I saw it when I got married and I was like, what is going on? It was not <laughs> anything that having fun. It looked like girls getting tortured. And oh. so <laughs> and that's kind of the idea that I think men have. So it's the sex is for men to have fun, not for women kind of ideas. And then that's why I think our culture is a little bit, men has more power and women don't have power. And it's changing, but it's still there. And then I think adult video need to change it too. <laughs> oh, because, for sure. You know, the bed- bedroom domination should be, either way right you know yeah there's a lot um that i do talk about in my stand-up comedy sex ed and i joke about it but it is true that porn has ruined some men's perception of what sex is supposed to be especially if that's you know like if that's all they saw in you know was porn from you know a younger age where mm-hmm. they maybe 
were too young and they they see it and it's a mess and it messes them up one of one of the things and this one they would take as a positive but a lot of us women are like oh for christ's sakes please be done um <laughs> they think you're supposed to go and go and go and go and go and go and she's just like dude <laughs> you don't know anything about women's body <laughs> <laughs> like you've got two choices and they're both get off <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jesus Christ is going to come again before I do. Could we be done today? <laughs> is it marathon? <laughs> right. And I'm out of lube. I'm out of lube. I've been out of lube. Can you not smell the smoke? I'm pretty sure I'm about to catch on fire. Yes. And that's because that's, so true. that's because I swear it's got to be because they're watching porn. Because yeah. the actual guy only only takes about three minutes to orgasm. And right. for some reason, like, oh, we're going to go and go and go. It's like, oh, Jesus, I've got things to do. Yeah. So. True. So true. <laughs> That's so true. I wanted to uh, share a story because I was so naive. And I started working for somebody like as a nanny and slash like housekeeper kind of. And so she gave me a to-do list every morning when I get there, watch her kids, while watching her kids, I would do cleaning the house or do the laundry or take the trash out or prepare a meal or something. And one day she asked me to go uh, collect all the towels in the house and wash them and replace with new towels. So I am Japanese. I have to follow the rules, which I'm really good at that. And then I went to collect all the towels, and I went to the master bedroom and walked into the ba master bathroom. You know, those hand towels was folded like this, and something was inside like this. And... It was just sitting in the middle of the <laughs> towel. And I saw it. I was like, what is that? And I knew I shouldn't touch it. I was 24 years old. I was like, I shouldn't touch it. But if I don't replace the towel, I'm not doing my job. But if I replace, replace the towel with a new one, she would know that I saw it. And I was like, what is that thing? But I feel like it's private, private thing that I shouldn't be right. finding out. And it looked like a penis. And I was like, wait a minute, what is this for? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, well, change the towel. I changed the towel and put it in the washer and I washed it. As soon as I finished the day, I called my friend. I said, hey, this, is ha this happened today. I don't know what it what it was, but it looks like penis. And my friend was like, "The mommy, you don't know what it is." I was like, "Hey, I have no idea." But I felt like it was not something that I should finding out at somebody's house. And she said, "It's called dildo." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's how I met dildo." <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> And not the only time I've heard of that, uh, but all of the other stories I've heard have come from the people who left their toys accidentally out. Um, mm -hmm. One of my friends said uh, she had forgotten that her 
housekeeper was coming that day and oh. she had left it in the sheets and her housekeeper changed the bed sheets and when she came back it was the whole bed had been remade and the toy was put right back where it was. <laughs> so the so same thing that I did. <laughs> yeah, and then it happened um, to my I daughter once. She was traveling and she had uh, her she had left her toy again in the sheets because she was going to be there and the house and the maid had made the bed and left it right on top <laughs> she was so embarrassed I'm so, i love it that's you know, like, awesome it's gonna it, they have to see them more than once hell one time my husband and i went on a trip and we had uh brought two little toys with us and we forgot them we left them in the nightstand and i was like <laughs> well whoopsie <laughs> <laughs> Can't be Maybe. the first time, won't be the last time. Right. It's a good education if somebody never seen it like me. <laughs> yeah, the honestly the first time that I really well I had I had gone to a party when I was 27 that was pretty awkward and uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And I I don't really remember the toys so much cuz I think by then I had got uncomfortable enough to leave the room. Um but my oldest daughter used to live with her uh dad and stepmom and when she came to live with us she already had toys because her stepmom had hooked her up and oh nice her and her sister shared uh, a bedroom and they both had twin beds and so one day the middle one was jumping back and forth between the two beds with a friend and then she comes upstairs she goes mom my sister's bed is vibrating and i'm like <laughs> what so I went down and under her bed, she had like three or four of them. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I three, like that. Yeah. And then three years later, here I am selling the product. So I'm obviously not bothered by it anymore, but it was yeah. really funny how I went from, what is that? To, well, here's what it is. Here's what it's for. Yeah. Here's what you use it for. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> so I have a friend who lives in China, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, you know, before anybody jumps down my throat later, yes, I'm aware that China is a different country and a different culture and a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, but she lives uh, where she lives. She said nobody talks about sex and sex. There's something she had said something along the lines of they don't enjoy it or they're not supposed to enjoy it and they don't talk about it. But yet then she also said that she was uh, having, I, I don't want to call it an affair. I think there was a man and his wife were kind of split up. And so she's dating the man and they're having very good sex. And then oh, nice. she said, but she thinks that the wife is also has a boyfriend and they're, and I'm like, so they are all having sex and they are wanting to enjoy it and they do enjoy it. They just don't want to talk about that they enjoy it or that they uh... want to enjoy it. And so I wondered if the cultures were similar, but in your case, it just sounds like you just were f- from a sheltered small town. Yeah. Not really. It, the- well, this is, this is, I know, um, Japan is one of the highest countries that have a sex less problem in marriage. Sex, uh, sex less? Sex less, yeah. So I can't, I don't know the data now, but. Japan was the highest in the world. So I don't know why, because 
like a sex is talked on TV shows in the comedy shows. Like they talk about penis and boobs and stuff, but I I I don't know why my country is but I think one of the reasons like I think China is similar to that our my culture is not the culture that communicate with partner mm-hmm. it's more holding your feelings and emotions oh, okay so they don't communicate i think that's where the they don't start crossing the like having the good relationship because uh like my friends my parents they seem happy together but i sometimes wonder are you having sex <laughs> right because i just uh, don't know I, how you could live with anybody for that long of a period of time and be happy and not be having sex <laughs> like, yeah not not <laughs> touching or just affectionate right. it's it's hard sometimes the sex is the only thing that gets us back on track where it's like i do not want to see your ugly face again and right. you have an orgasm, and you're like, oh, yeah, I really love you. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's why I love you. It's that thing you do. <laughs> so I just Googled it real quick, and back in uh, February of 2017, it said record mm-hmm. numbers of couples living in sexless marriages in Japan. Oh, wow. So it was just still in 2017. Yeah. It said... 47.2% of married men and women say they were in sexless marriages, up 2.6% po- points from a previous poll in 2014. Wow. That's high. That's high. Is there, do they not, um, what's the divorce culture in Japan? It, it used to be no, no. But now it's changing a little bit because I have a ton of friends that got divorced. I'm divorced too, so it's when I got divorced, I thought my life was over because of the culture, but it's changing. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering if that's why so many people are in sexless marriages. They just can't stand each other, but they can't get a divorce or they think their life is over because of the culture, so they just stay married stay. but not be happy. Yeah. I wonder it's they think it's simpler to just stay. I think a lot of people just stay. Yeah. No matter what the culture, because it's simpler. But yeah. on the other hand, I've been married for almost 24 years. And there's, I mean, we've had our moments where I was like, that's it. I can't take it anymore. I don't want this anymore. Blah. And then we get through it. And then our marriage is stronger and, and it lasts. So. Right. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I would, I would blame my years. husband. <laughs> He's the one who won't let go, and I have no idea why. I'm like, look at me. Let me go. You could have done better. <laughs> no, he loves you. He's so happy with you. Yes, he does love me. I still yes. don't understand why sometimes, but I love him too. <laughs> so, and we are That's... not in a sexless marriage. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, you can talk about this. That's why... It, yeah. it's it, you feel so comfortable with yourself to talk about this too so that's that's really wonderful yeah there was um this one's way too far but i'm gonna do it anyway i have a um 
what I call a 48 hour reset before I can have another decent orgasm. I get one and then it takes forever for it to build back up again. Uh And um, my husband claims he does not masturbate. Uh, I do not claim any such thing. (laughs) (laughs) But I also have to be aware that, you know, there's that 48 hour reset. And Mm -hmm. so one time it had been just an obnoxiously long amount of time. I don't know if there was travel involved or periods or, you know, whatever, but we hadn't had marital relationships in, in some time. And I finally looked at him one night. I'm like, are we going to have sex tonight or can I just rub one off and we'll do it tomorrow? (laughs) He's like, like, Oh no, we can have sex. It's like, he wasn't thinking about it. I mean, and that's kind of sometimes when you're married, that's how it, you know, when you've been together for a long time, it's not, you know it's going to be there when you reach for it, but then you just don't for a while, and you're like, "Wait, are you yeah. do it again sometime?" Right. <laughs> it's but you're communicating with him, so that's awesome too. Like, I yeah. think it, it sometimes like having I I've been with my partner for eight years, so and, and he's cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he is so funny. Sometimes I'm just like, "Oh my god." Could you shut up? <laughs> because it is when he drinks caffeine. Who? Oh, I don't caffeine at all. I haven't had caffeine on purpose in six years. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we've been together for eight years, and and I have the the best relationship with him because I trust him that I'm safe with him, mm-hmm. so I can communicate with him. Hey, I'm horny. Like. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> and then, I, I like uh, we talked about it. Like uh, it's like because we together all the time, been together for years, and it's like it, it just satisfying to be just together. But if we don't have sex, if we don't have orgasm, something is missing. So sometimes we feel like having sex is like we have to make effort in busy schedule and we felt like it's important to make that happen every week and yeah I agree <laughs> yeah and we're trying to get pregnant right now oh. so we I, I've uh it's it's so hard <laughs> <laughs> damn it's it like, we have to have sex again <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's ovulating. <laughs> He's like, what? I saw you ovulating yesterday. I was like, no, today. <laughs> I'm ovulating whenever I tell you I'm ovulating. Go get in the bedroom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, but we felt like it's work, but we, we kind of find a way to have fun with it because we've been trying for almost four years and it's so depressing, like it's really hit hard that it's like, what the hell going on with myself? And but right. finding, uh, I found out that my schedule is so crazy every day because this coronavirus closed our gym. Oh, so yeah. I can't train my clients face to face, so I don't have my. 5:30 a.m. client, so I get to sleep in till 6:30 and get up and do my workout and then see my clients on Skype. And 
I started realizing that holy moly, I was stressed out every day just going to work.、Mm-hmm. So hopefully, this coronavirus. <laughs> you'll, you'll have one of those coronavirus babies, huh? Baby, yeah. <laughs> Quarantine baby. There you go. Well, I hope it does work out for you. Thank you.、Please、I know a lot of people are. There's the relaxing part of not having to go, 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 go every day, but then there's the how am I going to pay my bills? Yes. <laughs> that's ha- so true. It's really stressful, but also kind of relaxing at the same time. I was out doing、yeah. yard work today and Normally, I would be getting ready to go do a party,、uh, but I get to just relax now. So, oh, that's good. Well, it was really nice meeting you, and it was really nice to talk to you.、Uh, I have a thing that I like to do at the end of my parties. I have this card deck called Things They Don't Teach You in School. And it's、mm-hmm. a little trivia thing that we like to take with us when we go to wineries. Because we find that if we play trivia together, then eventually other people will join in and we meet cool people. But all the ones that have to do with sex, I pull out. So here's one、uh, What percentage of 70 year olds are still sexually active? What percentage? According to my client who works at nursing home, she said it's really, really active in there. So yeah, 90, 90% maybe? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it says 50%. Right, oh! But that's still more than most people would think. But yeah, nursing homes, they are getting down. Yeah, let's, let's get it on. It's going on. <laughs> And those、um, older retirement community, they are having a lot of sex. <laughs> oh, I, I, heard. I, I saw, I,、um, no, I saw, I heard that, that somebody's wife passed, passed away in the community. There's a cup of casserole. Ladies come to knock the door to a widow man. That's、oh, what、yeah. my clients told me. <laughs>、yep. Yeah, because generally men die earlier than women. So now there's a lot of women and there's only a couple of guys. So、right. they got to be. We, we all have I, knees. I say toys, not boys. I say it to kids. And now I'm going to say it to the people who are retired toys, not boys. Right. <laughs> I had heard, and I, I think I probably could vi- verify it if I wanted to, but I had heard that the greatest、um, increase in STDs is in the elder community.、Mm, I because, heard that too. Yeah, because they're not using condoms because they're not afraid of getting pregnant, but condoms aren't for pregnancy, they're for STDs. STD, that's true. <laughs> right? Because there's ways to end a pregnancy, but nobody wants to see pictures of your herpes in nine months. No. <laughs> I, that would be so memorable to see. I go to my grandma's dead body and she has、uh, inflammation on her lips. I'd be like, what's going on with my grandma? <laughs> Hopefully, they'll fix that with the makeup.、Yeah. All right, so、uh, tell me to mommy, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram. I have two accounts. One of them is for exercising, it's called Fitness for Every Woman and Man. And I have another account for Motivation, Body Positivity account, which is just simple Tomomi Tsuchio. All right, so I'm going to spell that it's T O M O M I. 
T S U C H I O. Yes, thank you. Sorry, I thought you were spelling my last name. See, I get confused with my name too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Tomami Tushio. Yes, thank and, you. And then she's got her exercise one too. So motivation and exercise. Thank you so much for taking time to come on my show today. You can find me on Instagram at standupcomedysexed. You can find me on my website, standupcomedysexed.com. And I've set up a Facebook group just for my podcast friends. So you can participate in polls, ask questions, politely share an alternate point of view, and generally let us know what you think of this episode. So search Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed Podcast on Facebook. And of course, please subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. And thanks again for coming on my show. Bye, Mommy. Bye. 